This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, a new IG report faults the EPA for inconsistent pandemic orders. The Pentagon is letting employees continue to telework for a bit longer. And DISA comes out with a plan for DOD to maximize its new technologies. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Re-entry plans for Environmental Protection Agency employees over the summer varied widely, depending across the country. The EPA Inspector General says the agency's 13 different regions issued inconsistent protocols on mask wearing, cleaning, and other safety guidelines during the pandemic. 11 out of 13 regions required employees to wear a mask while working in an EPA building, but one region had a plan for enforcing it. The IG says three regions addressed how often surfaces will be cleaned at EPA buildings. A handful of regions addressed the risks of taking public transportation to the office. The Defense Department is extending its relaxed telework rules for at least another six months. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has more. In a new memo, Matthew Donovan, the Pentagon's personnel chief, tells commanders and supervisors they will continue to have maximum telework flexibilities for their employees until the end of June. Those flexibilities, which DOD implemented at the beginning of the pandemic, were set to expire at the end of this year. Among other things, they waived the department's usual prohibition against teleworking while kids are at home. Earlier this month, DOD raised its targets for the number of Pentagon employees teleworking from 20 percent to 60 percent in response to an increase in coronavirus cases in the national capital region. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. After completely changing how it operates to account for coronavirus, the Defense Information Systems Agency is updating its strategy for the next two years. The plan provides a framework to explore technologies that will contribute to a more secure, seamless, and cost-effective IT architecture for the Defense Department. It highlights three main areas, cyber defense, cloud, and defense enterprise office solutions for achieving that goal. DISA also wants to better its network optimization and business process modernization with the plan. The processing of military records has been at a near standstill since the COVID-19 pandemic started. And now some lawmakers want that to change. Federal News Network Scott Massioni reports. A bipartisan group of 233 lawmakers are calling on the National Personnel Records Center to address its growing backlog of requests. The organization's been piling up unprocessed military records since March when it reduced its operations. Those files are needed for veterans and civil service retirees to receive benefits from the Defense Department and from the Department of Veteran Affairs. The legislature want NPRC to implement new policies that will resume processing personnel, health, and medical records while ensuring the safety of employees. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. The Navy has decided the USS Bonhomme Richard can't be saved, at least not at a reasonable price. That's the amphibious assault ship that was severely damaged by fire while it was docked in San Diego this past summer. Officials say they determined it would take at least five years and $3 billion to get the carrier back to sea. They say they'll salvage as many systems and materials as they can for use on other vessels before decommissioning the ship. The Army has concluded a month-long test of robots working in conjunction with human soldiers and calls it a game-changer. More from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. The goal was to see if robotic combat vehicles could provide real utility to rifle platoons. Infantry members at Fort Benning, Georgia, conducted movements and attacks, both with and without robot support. Soldiers gave robots mixed reviews depending on the terrain in which the vehicles were tested. 
Brigadier General Ross Kaufman, director of the Next Generation Ground Vehicle Program, says the experiments will shape and inform potential new Army force structures. I'm Tom Temin. Virginia Congressman Jerry Connolly is calling on the Federal Labor Relations Authority to overturn three recent decisions on collective bargaining. The decisions came at the request of the Agriculture and Education Department and the Office of Personnel Management. They ultimately give agencies more authority at the bargaining table, but Connolly says FLRA should not have issued the decisions in the first place. He argues FLRA violated its own rules in issuing these decisions because they did not come from an actual dispute between an agency and a union. Meanwhile, House Committee chairmen want to know how many current political appointees are trying to stick around for the next administration. More now from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. House Democrats sent requests to 61 federal agencies about their plans to convert political appointees to career civil service positions. That process is known as burrowing in. Lawmakers are especially concerned about the prospects of burrowing in light of a new executive order from President Trump. House Democrats want to know whether agencies will use the recently created Schedule F to reclassify current political appointees into positions that career civil servants previously held. Nicole Grisco, Federal News Network. Ajit Pai is not hanging around for the next administration. Pai, the FCC chairman, announced he will be leaving in January after eight years at the commission. Pai became chairman in 2017 and joined the FCC in 2012. Under his leadership, the FCC has focused on closing the digital divide, promoting innovation and competition among 5G and broadband from space to the ground, and improving public safety through the national communications infrastructure. OMB's government-wide contracting initiative may be too focused on the wrong metrics, Federal News Network's Jason Miller explains. Under the Category Management Initiative, agencies are spending too much time choosing what contract to use instead of how best to define and describe what they're buying. A new report from the Government Accountability Office says the Office of Management and Budget's overarching guidance is pushing agencies in a direction that limits the success of the initiative. GAO made 10 recommendations, including for OMB, to develop tailored training focused on developing requirements, and better ways to measure the impact of category management on small businesses. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. Agencies are wrapping up year one of the federal data strategy with plenty to show for their efforts. In the third quarter of 2020, 20 agencies conducted an initial assessment of their data maturity, and 36 agencies documented the authorities of their data governance boards. The Federal Committee on Statistical Methodology also released a framework on data quality for resources posted on data.gov. And the Postal Service is getting more flexibility for how it sets mail rates. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. The Postal Regulatory Commission will let the Postal Service raise rates on market-dominant products like first-class mail based on changes in mail density and retirement costs. The PRC found these variables are out of the Postal Service's control and should be considered to help the agency cover its operating costs. This final rule from the PRC wraps up a 10-year review of the USPS rate-setting system under the 2006 Postal Accountability and Enhancement Act. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. And stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply.
Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.